Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. Jason Dedeker, how are y'all doing today? Jace, it looks like you have like some sort of amorphous cross behind your head right now. It's like not, you're it's glowing, but in reverse. <laughs> yeah. It's soundproofing or like sound dampening that I put on my walls to make it not so echoey in here, but it does look like I'm wearing yeah, a. I have some over there. A weird triangle hat or something. Yeah. Were you intending to put it directly behind your head? It's the, I'm assuming, yes. That's where the sound is bouncing, and I didn't realize how weird it would look until here we are. <laughs> until right You could have now. gotten them in like some bright green or bright blue so that then you could composite in oh, yeah, whatever good. kind of triangle hat you want on your head. Yeah. Oh, that would be cute. That would be fun. Eventually, I should replace it with all green, and then I can put in star fields and you know, yeah. waterfalls and all the things people put on their video call backgrounds, you know, just throw those in there. I love that. That's beautiful. Well, Dedeker, you're out of quarantine, right? Now oh, yes. the city is back. It's alive yet again. Out of yet another lockdown yet again, yet again. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Wednesday night in Melbourne was the end of our lockdown and already had plans to go out to fancy dinner with some friends. And I think everyone was just so excited. We went a little bit nuts and did have a lot of wine and so you're just uh, compounding that right now with more alcohol well i was more trying to take it easy so going just for like a nice cute tiny little beery weary instead of Mm. some hard alcohol this this fine morning (laughs) little cute little cute beer (laughs) adorable beer lovely how are you doing emily i i am having some vodka like a the Russians would do because <laughs> I am sick and I am trying mm. to get it out of body. Mm. No, I, yeah. I'm i not quite sure what's going on, but I took a COVID test today. It's rough out there, everyone. So hopefully it's not COVID, but we'll find out in a matter of days. So everyone stay vigilant, please, because, yeah, it's scary out there. Did I tell you about what happened when I was studying abroad in Russia and I got sick? That my you did, but please tell the audience. Yeah, that my it's great. My host father was like, you know, okay, it's all in Russian, of course. I'll translate it to English for you. Thank you. Uh, you know, he's like, you know, here, here, come in here, and he brought me into the kitchen and pulled out a raw clove of garlic and like cut us each a like a whole clove, like ripped mm-hmm. it off of the bulb or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, eat this. Garlic, and then and then do this shot of vodka. <laughs> like that was Whoa. my vodka. Yeah. Whoa! Did it help? Uh, you know, I it didn't get me better because it actually turned out that I had strep throat, so I needed antibiotics. Oh, no. <laughs> but this was oh. before we had realized that. Uh, this was when it was just starting. Uh, but I did learn that garlic does have some natural antibiotics in it, and so there is something mm-hmm. to it, and that that's. Um, that is a thing, but yeah, there is that. But also combined with it's, it's a very dark ages mentality towards like if there's something wrong with you, we'll use something that's just really smelly and strong to scare it away. Right there, you go. Right. Like it's a vampire. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Shock your body into getting rid of it. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Well, I do have some like pickles and pickled garlic in my fridge, so maybe I'll try that just route down after it. this. Why, yeah. I mean, I hope that you made a cocktail based on pickled garlic. No, definitely not. But <laughs> There, there are some antioxidants in this cocktail along with a lot of vodka. So here we are. We're <laughs> going to see how it works today. Love it. Yeah. Uh, amazing. All right. Well, I was trying to remember what happened last week, and I remember that we came across a hymn that the two of you knew and showed us. Yeah, that us- was when we were reading Psalms the, as the deer oh, penteth for the got water. It, got it, got it. Yes. That old chestnut. And in the bonus, we listened to that like CCM version of that 
psalm. Mm-hmm. And Dedeker and I both had it stuck in our heads for days. We kept singing oh, it. Was it was the worst. I oh, kept singing it to her on our calls. It was It was the worst. It was rough. As soon as it was get out of my head, Jace would start singing it to me again. It was <laughs> it was a very difficult time. I can yeah. imagine. Wow. I'm I'm glad. I mean, I'm sort of glad that I just don't have those references in my head at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what you're talking about. Not a clue. But but you know, it's fun to listen. It's fun to learn. But also last time, it was very heavily skewed towards Jeremiah dissing other false prophets. Yes. As in other prophets as being false prophets. Yeah. And we asked those questions like, what does it mean to be a prophet? How does one prophet? Are there prophets today? Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I mean, people say yes. People say no. It's all over the place. We don't really know truly. There's no definitive answer. But that's all right. Yeah. I think that's what the Bible's all about. Yeah. Some people think it's definitive, others don't. Take what you will and leave the rest. We She's like really learning. Yeah, she's she's know, really yeah. learning. I know. The, I'm so proud. The, the, I really the standard am. lines. It's yeah. It's a wonderful transformation. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I I mean, yeah, it, it's led to something. It's some exciting times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, Dedeker, tell us about that. Beery weary. Oh, yes, my tiny little beery weary. The small, cute beer. Yeah, it's just a nice little double chocolate stout Ooh. from Young's. Oh, yes. Lovely. Yeah. Is that a local brewery? No, no, it's from the UK. Oh, got it. Okay. I didn't know. All right, Jace, what are you doing? I'm continuing with the double theme because mine's a double IPA. Oh. Um, but I really just got it because Meow? of the name, which is Meowza. Oh, my god! And gosh. it's got this picture Ooh. of like a winking cat on oh! the front. It's really cute from Georgetown Brewery here local to Seattle. How lovely. So very exciting. Yeah. Wow. I love it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, tell us about your antioxidant drink that's going to cure you. Well, the antioxidants come from the berries, from mm. my raspberries. This is a cocktail that I've done before, but I brought it back today because I had some really beautiful fresh raspberries. Uh, some muddled raspberries, some lemon juice, a little bit of agave, and vodka, and that's it, just in a martini. It's excellent. Try it. It tastes like <laughs> rainbow or raspberry sherbet almost. It's so mm. good. Yeah. Sounds so, really nice. We'll see how it does. Yes. And if you're a patron, you can get the recipe because Emily's going to post it with yes, pictures. Yes, I'm going to post it today. Yeah. I will. Absolutely. I owe you all a recipe, so I'm excited mm. to post it. Yay. All righty. Well, should we get this it's, show on the road? It's time. Yes. It is indeed. All right. Today, we're continuing on with Jeremiah. Uh, chapters 25, 26, and 27, three chapters today, and then Psalms 44 and 45. If you want to read along with us, you can go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash read and type in Jeremiah 25-27. And as we get started, as always, we want to remind everyone to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us or you can listen while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, it is time for a party with the world's most positive prophet, (laughs) Jeremiah, chapter 25. You're a lying liar. The word that came to Jeremiah concerning all the people of Judah in the fourth year of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, in parentheses, the same was the first year of Nebuchadrezzar, king of Babylon. So they're like twin kings. Who also is Nebuchadnezzar? Did we we realize that last time? He's the king of Babylon. Yeah, they're the same person. Drezzer and Nebuchadnezzar. 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 Drezzer, they're the same boy. Got it. Exactly. Yes, same boy. Okay, so Jehoiakim, oh, I see, so the fourth year of Jehoiakim was the first year of Nebuchadnezzar, which Jeremiah the prophet spoke to all the people of Judah and to all the inhabitants of Jerusalem, saying, From the thirteenth year of Josiah, the son of Ammon, king of Judah, even to this day, these twenty-three years, the word of Yahweh has come to me. And I have spoken to you, rising up early and speaking. I got up very early to shout at you from those (laughs) gates. But you have not listened. Yahweh has sent to you all his servants, the prophets, rising up early and sending them. But 
parentheses again, but you've not listened, Mm -mm. nor inclined your ear to them, saying, Return you now, everyone, from his evil way and from the evil of your doings and dwell in the land that Yahweh has given to you and to your fathers from of old and even forevermore. And don't go after other gods to serve them or worship them. And don't provoke me to anger with the work of your hands and I will do you no harm. So why is... I'll be nice to you if you just don't make me angry. You yes. keep making me angry, and that's why I'm not nice to you. Yeah. Why is yeah. he still doing this, is my question. <laughs> like, clearly it's not working. It, it, the question right. is, how long is he going to go and do this for? I think Yahweh's, like, in the wings, kind of being like, okay, stall for time. I need a little more time to orchestrate this whole mm. Babylonian capture thing. It's taking longer to set up than I thought that it would. I'm really afraid of missing the impact of this, but don't worry. I'll do it. Just keep up the doom and gloom. Keep riling them up. Keep getting them pumped. Getting them ready for what's about to come. And I'll just I'll just keep working on this in the background here. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Wow. I was also just thinking, we determined that he started prophesying when he was like 14 or 16 or something. Prenatal. Yeah, well. Well, yes. I, he was told that he would be a prophet prenatally. Right. Yeah. But I don't know if he actually like started shouting things in his mother's womb. That would be weird. <laughs> yeah. I think we looked up that people seem to think that he started his actual profiting career. Career. Uh, you know, in his in his teens, like 14 to 16, somewhere in that range. And so he's saying here that he's been doing this for 23 years and Oof. no one's listening. Whoa. So I was just doing the math on that. And so this guy's getting up there. I guess. How up there? So what would that put him at? Well, for this day and age, he's practically one foot in the grave. Right. So I'd put him like 37 mm. to 39, somewhere in that So your neighborhood. age. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So just imagine me. Is there something that you've done <laughs> since you were 15, Jace? Play instruments. Other than like masturbate or yeah, whatever. Yeah, there you go. Like, but I mean, played like... instruments. No one listens. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. first That's not true. <laughs> Yet you have not listened to me, says Yahweh, that you may provoke me to anger with the work of your hands to your own hurt. It's your own fault. Therefore, thus says Yahweh of hosts, Because you have not heard my words, behold, I will send and take all the families of the north, says Yahweh, and I will send to Nebuchadrezzar, the king of Babylon, my servant, and I will bring them against this land and against the inhabitants of it and against all these nations round about, and I will utterly destroy them and make them an astonishment and a hissing. Oh, that's back. Drink for repetition. (laughs) Yeah, drink for the hissing. And perpetual desolations. Just constant desolation. Moreover, I will take from them the voice of mirth and the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom and the voice of the bride, the sound of the millstones and the light of the lamp. This whole land shall be a desolation and an astonishment. And these nations shall serve the king of Babylon 70 years. So they're basically... Whoa, 70 years? Yeah, that's a lot. And are, does that mean they're basically going to go back into slavery in some fashion? Yeah, it's unclear, but it seems that way. That's kind of what he keeps threatening, right? Is that Got they're going to be captured and then enslaved by the Babylonians. Yeah, I, I think we need to do some more research on this because my impression, I'm just basing off my impressions of what I was taught in Sunday school was Mm -hmm. it seemed like it was a combination of both slavery combined with maybe just being second-class citizens combined Mm. with maybe some people get to stay where they are. It's just occupied lands. And I'm sure it changes over the course of the occupation as well. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. This just occurred to me here. Uh, Have either of you watched The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? I haven't. I hear it's really good. It's really good. That's not the point I was trying to make, but they're, you know, it's it's very much all about like these New York Jews in the, I guess, 60s or something like that, 60s, 70s, sometime around then. And just some of the jokes they make since reading this stuff more recently, I think are much funnier. Really? So I think, Emily, if you watched it now versus if you had watched it two years ago, I think you'll get a lot more of the Mm, jokes they make. That's cool. So it's All that insider Old Testament knowledge. Exactly, yes. There you go. Okay, where did I leave off? Perpetual desolations. That doesn't narrow it down. There's like five verses that say that. (laughs) Okay, verse 12. 
it shall happen when 70 years are accomplished that I will punish the king of Babylon and that nation, says Yahweh, for their iniquity. Okay, Uh, maybe you're going to go on to explain this, but chances are you won't. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I would not put money on (laughs) that. Oh, is Dedeker going to explain it? it? Okay, then I'm going to punish them for their iniquity. As in, then I'm going to turn around and say, hey, you're actually pretty bad for enslaving my people, so then I'm going to punish you. Or is it they have their own separate iniquities that I'm going to take care of, but after I've used them as a tool— to punish is you. God just creating problems that he can solve? Huh. I mean, if hold okay, maybe because Emily, if you were completely omniscient and omnipotent and omnipresent, I guess I'd be bored if things didn't go bad. Wouldn't you be so bored? Uh, once right? in a while, but he's really raging a lot. It's like playing The Sims, right? It's like playing The Sims. It's like you got to create the drama, you got to create the problems to the tackle. The drama happens mm. because of the AI, right? In The Sims, like it kind of just occurs. Like the free will. And, yeah, and you're doing things. I don't know. Well, that's and kind of so, a, that's, isn't that kind of part of it? And so for Yahweh, for God, are we the AI then? That, Definitely. That free will that we've been given, and so we're we, in the Matrix, and because God, even God yeah, knows right. that if He switched off the free will, it would be a boring game. Mm, right. So we're just a game to Him. Okay, it makes sense now. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 a game we're all playing. I've been listening to a lot of Alan Watts lately, and so I'm I was very say, much, it's very very a dubs. Yeah very much into this idea that the whole universe is playing a game and we're all playing it together and whatever. Anyway, (laughs) good times. Also, random thought, though, about that. Has the Bible actually said anything to the effect of God being omnipotent and actually controlling everything? I know he's affected things, Hmm. but is this maybe a view that we've put onto it? That's a really good point. I don't think we've actually covered that. I don't think that's come up, the idea that God actually controls Annalisa everything. says, no, that's later. Well, you've definitely covered a lot of ground of God being omniscient, right? Because that's the whole thing with prophecy, is the idea of like, this is what's going to happen, and then this is what's going to happen, then this is what's going to happen. Although that starts to get into our conversation that we had a few weeks ago about predestination and things like that. Are these conversations just going to keep coming? I bet they are. It's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Because, as you said, Emily, there aren't any actual real definite answers in this book. And hence, we just have a lot of questions and conversations. I guess that's what going to church is. It depends on the church. Go on. Go on. Well, I mean, I'm assuming it is. Like, it just is somebody trying to interpret and... These questions that we as people have, and this person is like, well, I'm a priest, so I know better than all of you, so I'm going to tell you my thoughts. And then everyone's like, yes, oh, wow, wow. <laughs> and that that also varies by church and by denomination. There, you go. there are some where it's not that set up, and there are some where it very much is that, like, I've got the answers because I'm in this position, and other ones where it's like, I'm just helping lead all of y'all to figure this out together because mm. we don't really know. I'm learning. Yeah, there's this a wide range of things. Cool. But anyway, these, I, we're going to get we're going to get you back to church, Emily, just <laughs> and see the new <laughs> look of terror on Emily's face anytime I suggest that. Just cuz I I think that you're going to have different touch points. Although I just had an image pop into my brain of like we take Emily to church and if the sermon has anything to do with something we've already read, Emily's going to be like, I know that one. No, I know that one. (laughs) Or I'll just be like, "Mm, you know, actually it didn't happen like that. (laughs) It'd be interesting if we took her to a church that follows the liturgy, like then we would know what verses were coming up. The lectionary? The lectionary, sorry. Yes, that follows the lectionary. We would know what verses would be read that day. And so we could plan it around something that we have read so that we have that context going in. Yeah. Could be fun. Yeah. Great. It's a plan. Okay. Okay. Great. Love it. Next time we're all in the same country and state, then we'll yeah. do it. We will definitely prioritize finding yes. a way to get to church. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yep. Okay. Right. Okay. So so King of Babylon is going to capture them to punish them. And then 70 years hence, he will get punished. It'll be great. So he'll punish the king of Babylon and that nation, says Yahweh, for their iniquity and the land of the Chaldeans, and I will make it desolate forever. So just a little swap there. Everybody. I will bring on that land all my words, which I have pronounced against it, even all that is written in this book, which Jeremiah has prophesied against all the nations. That's cool. That's the first time that I think Yahweh's prophecy has mentioned the prophet saying the prophecy. Hmm. It's an oh. interesting kind of hype. Jeremiah like referencing himself through God. Yeah. That's really meta. Quoting God <laughs> referencing himself. Yeah, that's pretty good. Love it. 
For many nations and great kings shall make bond servants of them, even of them, and I will recompense them according to their deeds and according to the work of their hands. For thus says Yahweh, the God of Israel, to me, colon, take this cup of the wine of wrath at my hand and cause all the nations to whom I send you to drink it. Gosh, the wine of wrath. Yeah, they shall drink and reel back and forth and be mad because of the sword that I will send among them. Then I took the cup at Yahweh's hand and I made all the nations to drink to whom Yahweh had sent me. To wit, Jerusalem and the cities of Judah and the kings of it and the princes of it to make them a desolation, an astonishment, a hissing, and a curse as it is this day. Drink for repetition. Drink for repetition. Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and his servants and his princes and all his people and all the mixed people and all the kings of the land of the Uz and all the kings of the Philistines, and Ashkelon, and Gaza, and Ekron, and the remnant of Ashdod, Edom, and well, Moab. Okay, this is just like a shit. This is just like a shit list. <laughs> yeah, right. A shit yeah. list. Hit list. A shit list. Hit list. Yeah, this is all the. I think this is all the mixed people. Maybe she is okay. Uh, yeah. Where did I leave off? Edom and Moab, and the children of Ammon, and all the kings of Tyre, and all the kings of Sidon. And the kings of the isle, which is beyond the sea. Ooh. Oh. Can we write one could that, that down? Yeah. What's yeah. that about? There's a lot of isles across the sea. Yeah. Huh. It must have been Atlantis. What? No. What? Oh, yeah. Well, that's under the sea. Yeah. Well, that was be- this was back before it, you know, sank. Or- it sank. Okay, gotcha. Or they, you know, intentionally submerged it because they're, they're super high tech or something. What? I don't know. <laughs> Moving on, I'm still listing more people uh, that we're going to punish here. Uh, Dedan and Tema and Buzz. Light ear. <laughs> and all who have the corners of their hair cut off. I hate that style. <laughs> and I'm going to punish them. <laughs> and all the kings of Arabia and all the kings of the mixed people who dwell in the wilderness and all the kings of Zimri, son of Gloin. <laughs> and all the kings of Elam, and all the kings of Medes, and all the kings of the north, far and near, one with another, and all the kingdoms of the world. <laughs> okay, you could have started with that. Just everyone. <laughs> Literally you know what? Just everyone. everyone. <laughs> Instead of naming off just every single person, I'm going to say everyone full stop. And all the kingdoms of the world, which are on the surface of the earth, and the king of Sheshach shall drink after them. What? Who is? Uh, we can. Can we look up? I feel like we've come. We, have we come across this term before? Shashak. We may have. Yeah. We should get a reminder, though. Okay. Who's the king of Shashak? Well, we'll write it down. Yeah. Okay. You shall tell them. Thus says Yahweh of hosts, the God of Israel: Drink you and be drunken. <laughs> Check. <laughs> that was Dedeker last night. <laughs> done and done. <laughs> <laughs> and spew. <laughs> And fall. Ew, maybe not that. No, not that bad. Jeez. And rise no more because of the sword which I will send among you. Oh, that really went from fun to a real bummer (laughs) pretty quickly there. It shall be if they refuse to take the cup at your hand to drink, then shall you tell them, thus says Yahweh of hosts, you shall surely drink. Drink. (laughs) It's really good. Pretty coercive here. They're really like, drink, 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 drink. drink. Oh, that's, yeah. That's, maybe that's what the message says. It's like, then you'll say, drink, drink, drink. And then you shall take the beer bong of Yahweh. Yes. Of wrath. The beer bong of wrath. <laughs> Your compatriots will put you upside down and you will, you will drink it. <sighs> Gosh. My friends in college, we once had a beer bong. This was not a regular occurrence for us, but we had one, but we decided to drink martinis with it. He went to a music... Wait, you drink what? martinis he out of a beer bong? He went to a music school, by the way. <laughs> he went to a music conservatory, so, of course, it went like that. It's basically, like, four years of band camp. Wow. I never quite thought of it that way, but... Is that yeah, probably accurate. <laughs> yeah. No, I think, I think you got it. Okay, so if they refuse to drink, you say, Yahweh says, drink, 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 drink. <laughs> 
For behold, I begin to work evil at the city which is called by my name. And should you be utterly unpunished, you shall not be unpunished. For I will call for a sword on all the inhabitants of the earth, says Yahweh of hosts. Therefore, prophecy you against them all these words and tell them Yahweh will roar from on high. Roar. (laughs) And utter his voice from his holy habitation. He will mightily roar against his fold. He will give a shout as those who tread the grapes against all the inhabitants of the earth. Do they shout while they do that? Is that a thing? Like, rah, rah, rah. (laughs) Rah, rah, stomp the grapes. And yeah. a giant bin of grapes. Push them out. Stomp them out. Clean out. Oh, uh, that's good. Yeah, the, the cheerleaders there. The uh-huh. Grape stomping. <laughs> grape cheerleaders. Go garbage grapes. <laughs> G-A-R-B-A-G-E. <laughs> Go grapes. Amazing. Thus says Yahweh of hosts, Behold, evil shall go forth from nation to nation, and a great tempest shall be raised up from the uttermost parts of the earth. The slain of Yahweh shall be at that day from one end of the earth even to the other end of the earth. They shall not be lamented, neither gathered nor buried. They shall be dung on the surface of the ground. Whoa. Ew. Wail, you shepherds, and cry, and wallow in ashes, you principal of the flock, for the days of your slaughter and of your dispersions are fully come, and you shall fall like a goodly vessel." Yeah, remember that time I smashed that goodly vessel? Do you remember that? Do you remember that? That was like six years ago, but still, you remember that, right? That was like a hot second ago. (laughs) We don't know how many years has passed. Time passes quickly here. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. I know. I want to know. Yeah. The shepherds... Well, it's good to want to know things. (laughs) Thank you. It's nice to want things. The shepherds (laughs) shall have no way to flee, nor the principle of the flock to escape. A voice of the cry of the shepherds and the wailing of the principal of the flock, for Yahweh lays waste their pasture. The peaceable folds, oh, the sheep foldies. Sheepy folds. The peaceable folds are brought to silence because of fierce anger of Yahweh. He has left his covert as the lion, for their land is become an astonishment because of the fierceness of the oppressing sword and because of his fierce anger. <laughs> End of chapter 25. God. Wow. Goodness. Okay, are we doing one more? Are we taking a break? We've only got well, one chapter let's, to our belts. I feel like we need to do another let's one. Let's do one more. We will push on, folks, friends. Push on. We will push, push, push them on. out, shove them out in chapter 26. In the beginning of the reign of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, the king of Judah, came this word from Yahweh, saying, Thus says Yahweh, Stand in the court of Yahweh's house and speak to all the cities of Judah, which come to worship in Yahweh's house, all the words that I command you to speak to them. Don't diminish a word. Don't you do it. I know you do that sometimes. I don't want (laughs) you to do it. It may be they will listen and turn every man from his evil way. Oh, that'd be cool. That I may repent me of the evil which I purpose to do to them because of the evil of their doings. Yeah, that sounds great. Do you think he's actually like, maybe it'll work this time? Yeah. Maybe he's trying to convince Jeremiah. Jeremiah's getting to the point of like, oh, no, Yahweh, it doesn't work. And Yahweh's like, no, 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 no. It may, you don't know. You don't know, Jeremiah. Maybe. Maybe this is going to be the time. This is going to be the one. It's a special day. I feel it. I feel good, Jeremiah. Come on. Why don't you feel good? Maybe this time. Yeah. Exactly. Every single time. And repent all their ways. Yeah, that's great. Uh I think we used that joke last time and. Here we are still. Here we are. Still, it's maybe this time. But if we needed proof that God is not literally controlling everything, that we have free will, it would be this sentence right here by Yahweh via Jeremiah, where he's like, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it'll work. Or maybe he's goading Jeremiah and he knows that it's not going to work. Oh, that's good. He's like, Jeremiah, love watching you. It's awesome, man. Uh Uh-huh. I have been watching some I have been watching some YouTube videos of a friend playing Dark Souls and that is just watching him suffer mostly and it is fun so I guess I could see that being the same. I watched my boyfriend do that earlier this month and uh mm-hmm. many many weeks of 
Yeah. The same thing over and over lots again. Yeah. Lots of, lots of suffering. Pain. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You shall tell them, thus says Yahweh, if you will not listen to me to walk in my law, which I have set before you, to listen to the words of my servants, the prophets, whom I send to you, even rising up early and sending them. Oh, so now Yahweh's saying he rises up early to send them. Oh, yeah. Cool. Please. <laughs> he sleeps in every day. He's like, oh, what? It's one? Maybe he's on a different time zone. Oh, uh, yeah. That's a good excuse. <laughs> he creates the time zones. <laughs> Then will I make this house like Shiloh and will make this city a curse to all the nations of the earth. The priests and the prophets and all the people heard Jeremiah speaking these words in the house of Yahweh. It happened when Jeremiah had made an end of speaking all that Yahweh had commanded him to speak to all the people that the priests... Oh God, sorry, I read ahead. (laughs) 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 Okay, first of all, I got a little thrown off that we suddenly switched into narrative. It's been a while since we've been there. This book likes to do that. Yeah. So the priests and the prophets, all the people heard Jeremiah speaking these words in the house of Yahweh. It happened when Jeremiah had made an end of speaking all that Yahweh had commanded him to speak to all the people that the priests and the prophets and all the people laid hold on him saying, you shall surely die. Oh no, they're (laughs) over it. (laughs) Yeah. They're so over it. We have this book until October though? (laughs) <laughs> How are we going to continue with this boy? I lo- I just love the image of like literally everyone there grabbed him and said, you are over, dude. <laughs> We're done with you. You're over. We are sick of this shit. The message just says all the people mobbed Jeremiah right in the temple itself. So they were just mm. like, no, dude. Nah. Mm-mm. Yikes. No more. Why have you prophesied in the name of Yahweh, saying, This house shall be like Shiloh, and this city shall be desolate without inhabitant? Because all you the people made to him. All the people were gathered to Jeremiah in the house of Yahweh. Oh, that's the, that's the line. Judah, the mobbed Jeremiah. Yes, that was that. They, they gathered him. to him. Uh, that's a nice euphemism yes. for mobbed him. <laughs> oh, jeez. When the princes of Judah heard these things, they came up from the king's house to the house of Yahweh, and they sat in the entry of the new gate of Yahweh's house. They're like, we, we can't miss this. <laughs> Talk about good Thursday night TV. Then spoke the priests and the prophets to the princes and to all the people, saying, This man is worthy of death, for he has prophesied what? against this city, uh, as you have heard with your ears. He can't say bad things about the city or else he's going to die. They're, they really don't want any bummers right now. And also, this has been going on for 23 years, and they finally reached the breaking <laughs> all right, point. All right, <laughs> fine, okay. That's fair. <laughs> Then spoke Jeremiah to all the princes and to all the people, saying, Yahweh sent me to prophesy against this house and against this city all the words that you have heard. Now therefore amend your ways and your doings and obey the voice of Yahweh your God, and Yahweh will repent him of the evil that he has pronounced against you. I just realized because we've established that we've had a time jump, it's been at least 23 years, we're definitely in Steve Buscemi playing Jeremiah territory. Oh, yeah. Right? Finally. Young Steve Buscemi. Yeah, youngish, youngish Steve-ish Buscemi. Bush. Buscemi. And amuse Bush. Does it work? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 amuse Buscemi. <laughs> Gosh. But as for me, behold, I am in your hand. Do with me as is good and right in your eyes. Only know for certain that if you put me to death, you will bring innocent blood on yourselves and on this city and on the inhabitants of it. For of a truth, Yahweh has sent me to you to speak all these words in your ears. Then said the princes and all the people to the priests and to the prophets, this man is not worthy of death. For he has spoken to us in the name of Yahweh our God. Oh God, all the people are just like, ugh. <laughs> please. Uh, uh, can we not? Can we just not can anymore? We please. You have not had to deal with this every single day for 23 years, princes. Then rose up certain of the elders of the land and spoke to all the assembly of the people, saying, Micah the Morishtite prophesied in the days of Hezekiah, king of Judah. And he spoke to all the people of Judah, saying, Thus says Yahweh of hosts, Zion shall be plowed as a field, and Jerusalem shall become heaps, and the mountain of the house as the high places of a forest. Did Hezekiah, king of Judah, and all Judah put him to death? Didn't he fear Yahweh and entreat the favor of Yahweh, and Yahweh repented him of the evil which he had pronounced against them? Thus, should we commit great evil against our own souls? Jeremiah's like, thanks, bro. 
Yeah, thanks. Where have you been these past 23 years? Yeah. There was also a man who prophesied in the name of Yahweh, Uriah, the son of Shemaiah of Kiriath-Jerim. <laughs> and he prophesied against this city and against this land according to all the words of Jeremiah. And when Jehoiakim the king, with all his mighty men, that is hyphenated. Mighty men. All his mighty men. And all the princes heard his words. The king sought to put him to death. But when Uriah heard it, he was afraid and fled and went into Egypt. And Jehoiakim, this is getting to be a really long story. Okay. And Jehoiakim, the king, sent men into Egypt. Namely, Elnathan, Elnathan, the son of Achbor, and certain, certain men with him into Egypt. And they fetched forth Uriah out of Egypt and brought him to Jehoiakim the king, who killed him with the sword and cast his dead body into the graves of common Whoa. people. But, wow. Wow. Wait. Okay. So, but, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Finish this out. But this I have out. one yes. more verse. <laughs> but the hand of Ahikam, the son of Shaphan, was with Jeremiah that they should not give him into the hand of the people to put him to death. So this sounds like it's a big, like, debate between the princes and the elders and the people. Should we kill him? Should we not? Hey, there's been people like this before who we didn't kill, but then there's also been some prophets who did this that we did kill. Uh, And it seems like everyone's in a big old argument now. Right, but then this Ahikam dude was like, nah, let's not kill him. Yeah, good for Ahikam. Did something happen in the message? Uh, it just says, but in Jeremiah's case, Ahikam, son of Shaphan, stepped forward and took to his side, preventing the mob from lynching him. So that's nice. Kind, I suppose. I mean, nice. I don't think that Jeremiah deserves to be lynched necessarily. Uh, no. Yeah. Maybe just kind of banned from like a restraining order from the temple. Yeah, a restra- banned from public places. <laughs> <laughs> banned from public gatherings. Maybe they can put him like... Like Jeremiah's like smoking at a restaurant. Like you have to smoke mm. like twenty feet away from the restaurant. Okay. You have to prophesy twenty feet away from the temple or right. any public gathering places. Well, no, okay. I'm saying like outside of the town. Like twenty feet outside. Oh, I see. You gotta prophesy outside of town. I get it. <laughs> you okay. can scream at the town, but you gotta do it twenty feet that way so that most okay. people couldn't hear you, except for maybe the guards that are overlooking the town. Right. Yeah. Maybe some lepers that are hanging Jeez. out outside. Mm, right. Wow. Okay. All right. Before we before we go on to our final chapter of Jeremiah today and then our two Psalms. We're going to take a quick break to talk about how you can support this show. If it's something you enjoy and you want it to keep growing and showing, then we would love your support. (laughs) The best thing that you could do is to just tell your friends about it. Share the word that you love Drunk Bible Study, that you think it's a fun time. Write us some nice reviews, maybe on iTunes or or Stitcher or wherever you write reviews for things. If you do that. Um, You know... (laughs) I don't know. Invite people to the Facebook group. We have an amazing Facebook group called Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship. It's a lot of fun. We hang out there, post memes. People post a lot of funny stuff. Love it. It's it's a good time. Also, if you're able to support us financially, doing that through Patreon is the best way to do it. And you can do that at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. If you go there, we just have one tier It's $6 a month. If this is worth that to you, we would really love that support. And as a thank you, we have things like early access to episodes two days early. We'll give you a toast on the show when you sign up, as well as Emily's cocktail recipes, complete with pictures, and just knowing that you're part of a really cool community of people who are supporting this wacky podcast that we're still doing, this very ambitious project that we have started on. So thank you all so much for that. Welcome back, everyone. We are moving on to chapter 27. In the beginning of the reign of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, came this word to Jeremiah from Yahweh, saying, Thus says Yahweh to me, Make your bonds and bars and put them on your neck, and send them to the king of Edom, and to the king of Moab, and to the king of the children of Ammon. And oh, to is the... this a new object lesson? Uh, is he like, wait, is he getting a necklace? <laughs> so, so this is from the message here. 
says, Jeremiah received this message from God, colon, make a harness and a yoke, and then harness yourself up. Whoa. Send a message to the kings of Edom, Moab, Ammon, Tyre, and Sidon. Kinky. Yeah. Wow. And to the king of Moab, and to the king of the children of Ammon, and to the king of the Tyre, and to the king of Sidon, by the hand of the messengers who come to Jerusalem, to Zedekiah, king of Judah, and give them a charge to their masters, saying, Thus says Yahweh of hosts, the God of Israel, thus shall you tell your masters. So... Kind of, yeah. So, kind of kinky. Quotes within quotes. So God told him to put this yoke on and to go to these messengers. Masters. Like, this will messengers. get their attention. And then to tell them this, what you're about to say. I have made the earth, the men and the animals that are on the surface of the earth, by my great power and by my outstretched arm, and I give it to whom it seems right to me. <laughs> Now what? Oh, sorry. The message. Oh, God. The message. <laughs> Eugene, come on, man. He said, I am the one who made the earth, man and woman, and all the animals in the world. I did it on my own, without asking anyone's help. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Well done. And I hand it out to whomever I will. Gosh, Yahweh. Just, so insecure. Wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. I mean, Yeah. <laughs> Now I have given all these lands into the hand of Nebuchadnezzar. Wait, this is Nebuchadnezzar? Yeah, this is Nebuchadnezzar This is now. Nebuchadnezzar. Not Nebuchadnezzar. Who's the same? Who's the same as Drez? They change it all Drezzer? the time. I think Apparently it's the same Drez. I that's what we learned is that they're the same person, but who knows? Yeah. Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, my servant and the animals of the field. Also, I have given him to serve him. All the nations shall serve him and his son and his son's son until the time of his own land come. And then many nations and great kings shall make him their bond servant. It shall happen that the nation and the kingdom which will not serve at the same Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon and that will not put their neck under the yoke of the king of Babylon, that nation I will punish, says Yahweh with the sword and with the famine and with the pestilence until I have consumed them by hand. So so is that the whole thing? Is that like he's marching around in this yoke and in this harness and like all the other object lessons, he's like, look, look at me. This is like, this is like how Israel's gonna be. It's gonna be under this yoke. Oh yeah. This that kinky makes harness. Sense. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's like, see how ridiculous I look? That's how you're gonna look. Yes. If you don't shape up. Yeah, exactly. But as for you, don't you listen to your prophets, nor to your diviners, nor to your dreams, nor to your soothsayers, nor to your sorcerers who speak to you, saying, you shall not serve the king of Babylon, for they prophesy a lie to you, to remove you far from your land, and that I should drive you out and you should perish. But the nation- I see, he's saying, yeah. don't listen to anyone who tells you that this is not going to happen because it totally is and you're going to get conquered. So like, if anyone says otherwise, they're lying. Okay, good. But the nation that shall bring their neck under the yoke of the king of Babylon and serve him, that nation will I let remain in their own land, says Yahweh. And they shall tilt it and dwell... Oh, till it, not tilt it. That would be weird. <laughs> till it, tilted. Like, like this, and dwell <laughs> therein. I spoke to Zedekiah, king of Judah, according to all these words, saying, Bring your necks under the yoke of the king of Babylon and serve him and his people and live. Why will you die, you and your people, by the sword, by the famine, and by the pestilence, as Yahweh has spoken concerning the nation that will not serve the king of Babylon? Oh, so we're back to, I think we're back to Jeremiah talking now. So that was all Yahweh saying oh. that previous stuff. And now Jeremiah is being like, seriously though, king, like, why resist what Yahweh is saying? Because he's going to punish you even worse if you resist the punishment that he's already going to punish you with. Couldn't they do a better job <laughs> differentiating between Yahweh versus... Never. J never. Jeremiah's versus... Don't, don't even... Can't, we can't even get attached to that because it's never going to happen. Where would be the fun in that? Uh, you just like guessing? There wouldn't be any puzzles left. There, I'm sure there would be. I'm sure there would be. <laughs> Don't listen to the words of the prophets who speak to you, saying, you shall not serve the king of Babylon, for they prophesy a lie to you. 
For I have not sent them, says Yahweh, but they prophesy falsely in my name, that I may drive you out and that you may perish, you and the prophets who prophesy you. Also, I spoke to the priests and to all this people, saying, Thus says Yahweh, don't listen to the words of your prophets who prophesy to you, saying, Behold, the vessels of Yahweh's house shall now shortly be brought again from Babylon, (laughs) for they prophesy a lie to you. Don't listen to them. Serve the king of Babylon and live. Why should the city become a desolation? But if they be prophets, and if the word of Yahweh if be with them, be prophets. If, I know. if there if be, be prophets, be men of valor, <laughs> <laughs> let them now make intercession to Yahweh of hosts, that the vessels which are left in the house of Yahweh and in the house of the king of Judah and at Jerusalem, don't go to Babylon. Hmm. For thus is Yahweh of hosts concerning the pillars and concerning the sea and concerning the bases and concerning the residue of the vessels that are left in the city, which Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, didn't take when he carried away captive Jehoi and Jehoniah, the son of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, from Jerusalem to Babylon, and all the nobles of Judah and Jerusalem. Yes, says Yahweh of hosts, the God of Israel, concerning the vessels that are left in the house of Yahweh and in the house of the king of Judah and at Jerusalem, they shall be carried to Babylon, and there they shall be. Until that day that I visit them, says Yahweh, then will I bring them up and restore them to this place. So was Jeremiah wearing that kinky harness the entire time? I hope so. He was saying all this stuff? I think so. Wow. I also don't know how kinky this is because I'm imagining like a huge wooden a harness huge that yoke. like sticks out to I the mean, sides. still kinky for somebody. Yeah, right. To, you're right. Whatever you're into. Yeah. Probably a lot of somebody's mm-hmm. in reality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure wow. that okay. scene in our TV show will be very popular in certain communities, maybe. Is it a TV <laughs> show or a multi part movie? I guess we haven't made, we haven't decided. Like a mini series? Mini series, hmm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? We haven't done that yet. We've had some TV shows. We've had some movies. We've had some stage plays, some musicals. <laughs> I think that, yeah, miniseries is a good addition Although, to our... Although, I think we kind of combine the worst of all worlds. So, <laughs> it's like an ongoing series, two-hour episodes. Whoa. And oh my like gosh. 50 episodes. <laughs> we got to get a lot <laughs> done. No, I think that's the only way we can actually cover the entire Bible. And I think it's going to be mm. revolutionary and groundbreaking. It's, it's numbers is going to be so boring. It's going to be like <laughs> ranked on the bottom of the seasons. <laughs> like I'm watching The Wire. People on Reddit are going to come out with guides of like, okay, you can skip yeah. episodes 17, 18, 19, exactly. 26. <laughs> I did that with TNG. Just watch the last 40 minutes of of 34. Yeah. Yeah, I did that with The Next Generation. I went through like Or a, you just like skipped through? Of, Oh, yeah, yeah. But The Wire, like, they have, like, a definitive ranking of all episodes. Mm. And so yeah. they're going to do that with our series, too. I mean, I've been imagining, though, that Drunk Bible Study is not a series. It's that we kind of have, like, the Drunk Bible Study cinematic universe where... Got it. Right, because we've talked about this, right? That that the one with Lin-Manuel Miranda was just going to be a musical. And then we had other ones that are a TV show and others that are movies. So, like, each book isn't necessarily more seasons of a show. They're all different I'd say. things. So that's why this one could be a miniseries. And, you know, other ones could have been, you know, a drama and others could have been a movie or a play or something like that. So it's going to be great. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Sean. It's DBS Plus. Yes. <laughs> Instead of Disney Plus? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so it's an entire uh, platform. A whole network of just, <laughs> just dedicated to all of our shows, all of our content. I love it oh, no. so much. Yes. DBS Plus is pretty good. That is pretty Write good. That one down. We'd have to do okay. breakoff series of like, I don't know, like David and Jonathan's like everyday yes. life together. Oh my God, it would be so cute. Yeah, and and like Marvel slash Disney, we're just gonna be like so sick of making money. Oh yeah, no, and like keeping up Combined with, with the balls. that and the Archipelago Sandwich Pub. Oh like, yeah, which is gonna oh, yes. be set. Yes. Wow, this is really we are gonna a be like it is gonna be like idea. Disney. That's what it's gonna yeah. be. So we yeah. gotta be prepared to be very very evil and selfish. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm working down. for the mouse. I'm here. Working for the rock. We're working for the rock. Also, <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys, my news feed on my phone every day all serves the rock, me up all the time? some new thing about the rock. It's just constant. It's like... <laughs> Talk about the dream. Yeah. And here's the beautiful crossover of these two things we were just talking about is the one that just got served up to me yesterday was about the rock's favorite cheat meal to have when he goes to Disneyland. Oh, like my, all his favorite so snacks and things that wow. he gets at Disneyland. <laughs> wow. Wow. It's amazing. Anyway. It's so specific. Yeah. Okay. I need to calm down with some psalms. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, let's do it. Let's sound. And now it's time for Silly Psalms with DBS, the part of the show where DBS reads some psalms. Psalm for the chief musician. Oh. oh. No, no, you don't, sir. No, yes, she, yes, he, Dedeker, oh, you. Yes, you do, sir. <laughs> you wrote me hell first. Yes. <laughs> hell yes, you do it. You okay. go, girl. Let's, yes, you're the man again. now, dog. I'm the man now, dog. Yes, let's try this again. Psalm 44. For the chief musician by the sons of Korah, a contemplative <gasps> psalm. Yes. They're back. Oh, they're back. The Sons of Korah. I'm imagining them as like a Mumford and Sons kind of a band. Definitely. Love it. That does all these, yeah. Yes. We have heard with our ears, God. (laughs) Off to a good start. Literally the only way we could hear. Our fathers have told us what work you did in their days. In the days of old, you drove out the nations with your hand, but you planted them. You afflicted the peoples, but you spread them abroad. For they didn't get the land in possession by their own sword. Neither did their own arm save them. But your right hand, your arm, and the light of your face. Because you were favorable to them. God, you are my king. Command victories for Jacob. I can't do it right now. Through you, we will push down our adversaries. Through your name, we will tread down those who rise up against us. For I will not trust in my bow... Neither will my sword save me and my axe. (laughs) But you have saved us from our adversaries and have shamed those who hate us. In God, we have made our boast all day long. We will give thanks to your name forever. Selah. But now you rejected us and brought us to dishonor. And don't go out with our armies. You make us turn back from the adversary Those who hate us take plunder for themselves. You have made us like sheep for food and have scattered us among the nations. You sell your people for nothing and have gained nothing from their sale. You make us a reproach to our neighbors, a scoffing and a derision to those who are around us. You make us a byword among the nations, a shaking of the head among the peoples. All day long, my dishonor is before me, and shame covers my face. At the taunt of one who reproaches and verbally abuses because of the enemy and the avenger. Oh, Jeremy Renner's back. Oh, there he is. Hello, Jeremy. He's getting a new TV show soon, so I'm just telling you. Oh, hell yeah. As the Avenger of Blood? On DBS Plus. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. As an avenger, I don't know which kind, but we'll, we'll find out. All this has come on us. Yet, we haven't forgotten you. We haven't been false to your covenant. Our heart has not turned back. Neither have our steps strayed from your path, though you have crushed us in the haunt of jackals and covered us with the shadow of death. If we have forgotten the name of our God or spread out our hands to a strange God, won't God search this out? For he knows the secrets of the heart. Yes, for your sake we are killed all day long. We are regarded as sheep for the slaughter. Wake up! Whoa. Why do you sleep, Lord? Whoa, okay. All right, getting some switch Uh, action here. He's turning it back on Yahweh. Yeah. Yikes. Why do you sleep, Lord? Arise! Don't reject us forever. Why do you hide your face and forget our affliction and our oppression? For our soul is bowed down to the dust. Our body clings to the earth. Rise up to help us. Redeem us for your loving kindness's sake. Wow. 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 Wonderful. Beautiful. So, Psalms 45, for the chief musician, set to, quote, the lilies, 
that popular song oh, back yes. that we all know. <laughs> I love that one. A yeah. Contemplation by the Sons of Korah. A wedding song. Oh, nice. Oh. A wedding song. Okay, so I know he did so great at the funeral song. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's hear how he does with the wedding song. Well, as a band, you know, married. they need to play all the different gigs. And so they need to have yes. like, their wedding set. They need to have their funeral set, you know. Wait a minute. Are there funeral bands? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I've never played at, a gig at a funeral in a band, but... That would be weird to sell. Well, but like that's the New Orleans thing, right? To have like the the jazz band at the funerals and stuff like that. So it, it happens. Okay, that makes sense. That's cool. Okay. Ready for this wedding? This wedding that everyone wants to go to? Yeah. My heart overflows with a noble theme. I recite my verses for the king. My tongue is like the pen of a skillful writer. I you I suppose it might be. You are the most excellent of the sons of men. Grace has anointed your lips. Therefore, God has blessed you forever. Strap your sword on your thigh, mighty one. (laughs) Your splendor and your majesty. In your majesty, ride on victoriously on behalf of truth, humility, and righteousness. Let your right hand display awesome deeds. Awesome. Your arrows are sharp. Nice. The nations fall under you with arrows in the heart of the king's enemies. Your throne, God, is forever and ever. A scepter of equity is the scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness above your fellows. Mm. All your garments smell like myrrh, aloes, and cassia. (laughs) Out Multiple aloes. Very many aloes. Out of ivory palaces, stringed instruments have made you glad. King's daughters are among your honorable women. At your right hand, the queen stands in gold of Ophir. Listen, daughter, consider and turn your ear. Forget your own people and also your father's house. So the king will desire your beauty. Honor him, for he is your lord. This is making me uncomfortable. Uh huh. The daughter of Tyre comes with a gift. The rich among the people entreat your favor. The princess inside is all glorious. Her clothing is interwoven with gold. The she princess will... inside. The princess inside of us all. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, indeed. I see. All, yeah, this is all a metaphor. All of you. Uh, everyone. Yeah. Every single person. <laughs> she shall be led to the king in embroidered work. The virgins, her companions who follow her, shall be brought to you. With gladness and rejoicing they shall be led. They shall enter into the king's palace. Your sons will take the place of your fathers. You shall make them princes in all the earth. I will make your name to be remembered in all generations. Therefore, the peoples shall give you thanks forever and ever. So, a wedding song. Yes. It's all about, actually, hey, like, forget about all the people you know, because actually you're going to marry the king. Surprise. Surprise. But it's okay. You're going to look great. You're going to look fabulous while you do it. So trust me. Good. Wow. And no one saw it coming because it was to the tune of the lilies. And they're like, we know this song. Okay. And then they start listening <laughs> to the words. They're like, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> Amazing. Wow. That's it. Amazing. That was it. Wow. We did it. Wow. Okay. We made it through. Well done, everyone. That was an exciting psalm, actually. I love that we switched it up to something that was just, you know, imagery a little bit different. We're not just talking about God being our, like, daddy master. I'm okay with David being done for a while. Really? Like, I am. Yeah, it's, he'll be back. Like, switching up with the sons of Korah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, we've been hearing David for years now, singing his songs, and it's just nice to get into a new band for a while, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and just remember, we all have a princess inside. Oh, obviously. Each and every one of us. Yeah. (laughs) Clothed in gold and ready to just be fabulous. So fab. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) Okay, so before we end things out, we do have a toast because we have a new patron. Yeah, that's exciting. So we are going to do a toast to our new patron, Sam. 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 Cheers, Sam. Something like that. Cheers, Sam. <laughs> mm. Thank you for supporting our show. Hope that you're knocking back a cold one and enjoying this wherever you are. 
Mm-hmm. And also, thank you everybody for joining us for Bible study today. If you want even more drunk Bible study, including early releases, cocktail recipes, personal toasts on the show, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash study. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and then write us a nice review on iTunes, letting other people know what you like about it. You can also join fellow listeners in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Biblecast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jace Lindgren, Emily Matlack, and me, Dedeker Winston. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album, Home of the The The. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. you know